And there goes the bell for the last round in this heavyweight contest. It's been a grueling battle, and the champion Arthur Frogmore seems taking himself very badly. From out his opponent, Jeremy Dean, he's in here for the kill. Right to the chin, over left, and then another right, and over the champion's down. Eight, nine, ten, and he's out. Oh, what come over you tonight? I told you to keep away from his right hook. Oh, you are an impetuous lad. Can't you let me nick you like that? Oh, my eyes. It feels terrible. Yeah, let's have a look. Oh, yes, that's a nasty one. That's going to look a picture in the morning. That was an excerpt from Black Duty. Another of the books you recommend to read, especially during the next half hour. Meanwhile, for those who can't read, here is a sort of radio show which is beyond our depth. Monroe taking part on its Gordon Zip Shark, Roxy Podmore and his spinning tape, Jake Green, Hubert Kirkwood, Lady Beatrice Banana Peel. Oh, I bet you could keep up with her. So continue. Wagon Master John Simmons, Duke Islington, and of course Mr. Kenneth Hall, who prefers to remain anonymous. Ladies and gentlemen, Kenneth Hall. Well, good evening. Welcome to the Online Ten, the only show that hasn't been subject to a takeover bridge. Well, now, I've had my usual exciting week. On Monday, I went to a draft-blowing contest in Charleston. There was one unfortunate incident when one of the contestants blew the wrong way. Ended up with a bit of a pain in his stomach. Tuesday, I popped into my chiropodist to have some of the corn removed from the strip. I think you should have removed that last one, actually. In the evening, I went to a party with my wife, which is rather like going hunting with a game warden, I suppose. However, later that night, when... Yes, look back with you. However, later that night, when she was asleep, she was suddenly woken up by a noise and thought it was a burglar. And naturally, I told her that a burglar wouldn't make any noise. And for the rest of the week, she's been waking me up every time she hears nothing. <laughs> On Wednesday, there was a spot of bother at the Kensington Ladies' Needlework School when the chap who'd been given them a lecture was thrown out. I asked him what the trouble was, and he said, God, my fault is there to be hard as well. I was talking about lovemaking. <laughs> On Thursday, I'd last got around to buying a full-length mirror. Well, after that, I'd always use a half-length mirror, which really wasn't very satisfactory. I kept going out without my trousers on. <laughs> On Friday, I'd promised in a rash moment to take my two young nephews, Rufus and Timothy, to the zoo. I knew it was a mistake the moment we arrived. Morning, sir. Welcome to the Zoological Garden. How many? Uh, one and two halves, please. Two halves? That one there looks a bit over age. How old are you, son? I'm only 11. 11, eh? You look much older than that to me. Well, can I help it if I worry? <laughs> uh, full price for him. The other one's all right. He looks small enough. Yes, he's the leper of the two evils. Here you are, sir. How about a nice catalogue? Tells you everything about the animals. It's a sort of who's do. <laughs> Half a crown. 
Oh, let's have one up with Kenny. Nothing picture of our baboon on the front. That is the director of the garden. <laughs> Come on, let's have a uh, Just a moment, sir. I ought to warn you not to let them two boys stand too near the cages. Some of our animals is highly sensitive. Well, don't worry, I'll keep an eye on them. Well, my boys, what shall we do? Let's go to Paris and try a couple of birds. No, 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 no I don't do that. Oh, come on, Uncle Penny. They know ever so many different stories. Oh, do they? Oh, well, come on, then. Good morning. Good morning. Just wait for the catacombs. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, thank you, madam. In here, is it? Yes, that's right. That's right. Am I right in assuming you're in charge of the catacombs? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, and what's your name? You say me before. How do you do? How do you do? Very well, very well, thank you. And uh, do you train these birds? Oh, yes. Like a cup of tea? Totally put the picture on. Well, I'm glad I haven't tried. All right, all right. Yes, aren't you telephone, telephone? Yes, I try, but I, I wouldn't like it to get around. Don't worry, don't worry. I never repeat anything. I never repeat anything. Oh, no, I'm sure you don't. Now, now, oh, Oh, there they are. Yeah, well, what, what are you two up to? Nothing, Uncle Tony. We're just teaching this pirate to say this. All right, come on. There's lots more to see. Here, Uncle Tony, I found a poor little stray cat wandering about. Come here, pussy. Good gracious, it's a lion, the most ferocious man he can see in the jungle. Boys, take him back this minute. No, we can't do that. Here, do you think Mum would mind us taking him home? Oh, if you know, if you like. Uh, keep her, keep her, come here quickly. Uh, good morning, sir. Nice to enjoy your visit. Uh, we must apologise for the camera not being on view today. He's got the arm. Yes, well, uh, <laughs> never mind about that. What about this animal? Oh, that? Well, well, that's the Leo Africana, or African lion, a savage beast. Rightly named the king of the jungle. You'll note Hello. What's he doing out of his cage? <laughs> this is all highly irregular. You stay out, it's Saturday. <laughs> you want me to say this? Does the lions are allowed out? Oh, yes. They have their day off like the rest of us. <laughs> Most of them like to pop along to one of them radio shows. <laughs> oh, they do like a good laugh. Go <laughs> there, they talk. Of course, Jim's is a bit different. He's he likes the more meaty type of program more. <laughs> Something he can get his teeth into. Yes, yes. But I mean, you can't just... Uh... Oh, don't worry, he's quite army. Rufus! Rufus! Well, what are you doing with your head in the lion's mouth? I'm looking at Timothy. Oh, no. Quickly, keep her, do something. Oh, right, I'll step aside. Uh, see this again. Jean, open your mouth a bit wider. Hello, hello. You've been eating cotton.
It's a fox. 
Well, then, let's go over to the buffet. Oh, they've got a wonderful spread. Oh, look, there's Mr. Elephant. Hello, Jumbo. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. Bear. Well, what's good? Take your notice. We've had enough good for about 150 years. By the way, Jumbo, did you bring those buns you promised us? Oh, bother, I forgot. Well, I thought you elephants never forgot anything. Yeah, it's true, but then we don't really have much to remember. Tell us the truth, I'm, I'm getting a bit fed up of life here. I'm seriously thinking of packing my trunk and moving to Woodside. <laughs> But how will you get away, Mr. Elephant? Oh, I thought I'd just mingle with the crowd and slip out unnoticed. Never mind, you never get through the turn styles anyway. Where's your camera tonight? Well, the children are up the other end somewhere playing bookend. <laughs> my, uh, my daughter is over there talking to that young Philip Kendrick. Oh, Philip, you don't think I've lost you. Well, of course we have. We look much thinner. You must have lost at least 500 bars. Thank you. And may I say all of these very smart might be strange? Well, you like my tail, sir. But of course, the penguin, the penguin in my position, that's keep up the tail. Okay. Well, Giles or no Giles, I must have a bath. Well, I'm going to have a bath. Oh, calm down, Mr. Hyena. It wasn't there, sorry. Actually, it's one of those peacock stories. You've got a good tail. Hello there, Mr. Monkey. Enjoying yourself? Yes, I'm really through tonight. Have another drink, sir. Well, bottoms up. Well, Jumbo, what the hell are you doing here? Are you trying to make a human being out of me? I'm sorry, I'm not the sort of day. You just tired me, sir. Yes, you've got some nasty bags under your eyes. Hello, John. Oh, Mr. Leopard. Didn't spot you standing there. You look very sweet, eh? Thank you. Say right on your face. Please, forgive me. Yes. Is it what has happened to your sister? Hey, hey, silly cat. Went and got herself captured. I'm not surprised. I always said that someday she'd make someone in my house. How handsome you look tonight, sister. I like someone with a strong chin. Why don't you sit over to my toes later? I'm sure I would make a perfect... Uh... <laughs> it's more than I dare do. My name would be Mark. Oh, hello, hello there, you two. Look out, Mr. Ellison. Uh, he's always putting his nose in where he's not wanted. You slip away, I'll wallow on later. Hello, Hemo. Seen anything of Mr. Jack? No, I'm afraid I haven't, Jumbo. I hope it's all right. Yes, never mind him. Yak's all right. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, I'm also well, Mr. Stagg. Oh, hello, Stagg. Oh, hello, Jumbo. <laughs> hello, Stagg. How are you? Oh, I'm not going to I'm going to stop in there, Dang. Oh, why? Well, if you get killed, then why don't you bang in there after my own? Jolly good party, isn't it? Uh, I should like to have a nice party. Pretty Stagg, you too. Of course. Yes, yes. By the way, how are your aunt? Uh, that's your old Well... <laughs> Well, the answer, actually, I just had some bad news. Oh. Do tell, I'm all ears. Well, it's all about their niece and that young robot. What have they done? They anti-late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would not have to do the washing up half of this time, you know. No, 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 but it's all right. The buffalo and bison have volunteered to do it. Oh, I see. Uh, washing up bison. I take that. Oh, you do the amazing. 
Always the old cock himself. Hello, Mr. Crocodile. Is it popped over for the door? You've got eight star, haven't you? You know, I'm back and I ask you something. Well, what is it? Are those your own feet? Of course they are. You don't matter. <laughs> Partners for the Orana Tango! Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I promised you down to a kangaroo. Uh, now, not wonderful, but you've been treating by leaps and bounds. Well, bye-bye, Jumbo. See you later, alligator. Well, I think I'll turn in now. After all, we've all got a big day tomorrow. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Frank Ellison told me. And the BBC television people are coming down. And I must get my beauty seat, though. The camera's sharp every little wrinkle. Crocodiles are all rather looking forward to it. They promised it a special treat. Oh, what's that? They're having David Attenborough for dinner. <laughs> so much for those behind bars. Now we turn to some people who are generally bars behind, which is just a rather nice way of introducing my good friend, the Fraser Hayes Ball. documentary feature, Hornorama. Yes, once again, Kenneth Horn and his team of investigators bring your factual reports on topics of immediate interest. And tonight, we present the first up on Holiday.
holiday at change and the rest. Or does the porter get the change and the hotel the rest? Well, now, everybody should have a summer holiday. There's two weeks free from all the worry you have the rest of the year, wondering how on earth you're going to pay for the two-week holiday. First, let's have a word with a few holiday makers. You, sir, uh, where are you going? Well, I'm going to start the I had a letter from a friend of mine staying there, and it's obviously very hot and dry. How do you know that? Well, the envelope is fastened with a paper clip. I see. Well, now, about you, madam. Well, uh, we're having a caravan holiday, you see. Find a nice little spot on the downs somewhere and spend our fortnight there. Oh, then I stand for you. No, they're not really. They're gypsies. <laughs> and now here's another gentleman. And what is your name, sir? Stanley Burton, sure. Oh, yes. Well, now, how do you like to spend your holidays? Well, I spend most of my summer holidays in the various casinos in such hot spots as Cannes, Nice, Venice, or San Sebastian. Oh, you, you gamble, do you? Yes, I'm afraid so. That's my weakness. It started all because I got mixed up with a sophisticated crowd of international gamblers. Yes, and they led you astray. Yes. I must confess that for some time now I've been going around with the wrong set. Yes, I'd However, for a final word on the subject of holidays, I took a microphone down to the beach of Brighton and had a word with a typical holiday maker. Um, excuse me, sir, would you mind telling us your name? What? And give the old game away. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. Well, now, here's an amazing old character. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, sir. Very lovely, 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 lovely weather. Yes, yes, it is. Delightful, delightful. Yes, thank you. Yes, sir, I heard that, yes. Now, I spotted you just now in the sea, jumping around like a two-year-old. Yes, I was correct, I was standing. That's right, yes, I saw you. Yes. Well, thank you. Yes, I heard that. You you must be very keen on swimming oh, to go in no. a Yes, no, to go in at your age. I mean, you must be no. keen on swimming, no? Oh, you're wrong. I hate swimming. I let cold water take my place away. I can't swim. Well, I, 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 I can't understand it at all. Just now you rushed down the beach, leaving all the younger men standing and plunged fearlessly into the sea. Yes, I was used. Your costume is on fire. <laughs> Holidays. Now, what do the British really like to do? Well, one of the things men most enjoy is mucking about in boats. It is true that boats have a fatal fascination for the Britisher, particularly our commentator, Cecil Smith, who is himself enjoying a week's holiday in Scotland. Over to Cecil Smith. Well, this I rode out to the middle of this beautiful stretch of water. And at the moment, I'm lying back drinking in the beauty of this magnificent studio. Sun is coming brilliantly, yet it's perfectly cool here on the water. I must say, the calm and serenity of the loch is helping to suggest some of the calamitous events that I've been asked to cut in the top city. Well, it's wonderful to relax at last, knowing that nothing can happen here. Let me describe for you. Oh. Mr. Smith from Loch Ness, returning you to the studio. 
see you then. Well, now, one of the aspects of going on holiday that none of us relish is the testing. Those hours of indecision and argument before the holiday can begin. Yeah, there. You've got room in your case and across your cloud. Oh, Lummy, Ada, what do we have to take that for? Well, there's no one here to walk for this. Just leave it outside the front door. If we're going away, it's starting to pour with rain. Well, that's a lot then. Yeah, wait a minute. What about the kettle? I've packed it. In fact, I've packed everything. Well, I'm sure we've forgotten something. I know. What about my two top pair dresses? They're in, Ada. I've bunged them in the kettle. Oh, good. Now, let's go over everything again to make sure. Look, Abe, we've been six hours packing. We've got four big suitcases, a trunk, your hat box, two plastic old doors and a string bag. And I've had it. All right, Bert. Still, it's worth it, dear. After all, we don't often get a day at the sea. <laughs> Ah, the magic of the seaside. And funnily enough, one of the most popular attractions at the major seaside resort is the amusement park, where, at a, a reasonable cost, couples can enjoy all the fun of the fair. Roll up, Canada, eh? It might look dark and mysterious in there, but there's a lot of thrill and a lot of fun for young and old. Now, Annie, for a nice ride. Let's have a go on that, Annie. Oh, no, dear. Oh, you never know what's going to happen to you there. Oh, yes, sir. be Oh, now, dear, you'll enjoy it. Oh, I see, that's the breeze, dear. And I'm going to deep, deep my eyes closed all the time. I can't down. Two, please. And you're right. Off you go, and good luck. Oh, dear, 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 and finally, let us not forget those who have to work to ensure these carefree holidays for us all. On all our beaches, bathers can rely on the watchful eye of those familiar, sturdy, bronze figures, the lifeguards. Hello, Rodney. Hello, Charles. <laughs> My word, you're bright. Well, that's like a piece of my father there. And, uh, it's this new silicone product. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's speaking. Look at me, it's genuine sunshine. <laughs> yes, Rodney, but tight. Well, <laughs> I'll stand in front of a Venetian line. <laughs> <laughs> Still, it's certainly an eye-catching effect, and it goes so well with your thoughts and things. If anyone comments on it, I said, the beach is pretty quiet now. Come on, Mother. Let's get into a quick dip. Good idea. Oh, wait a minute. I've forgotten something. A fine lifeguard you are. What have you forgotten? My water ring. <laughs> From a listener, with a pun is a play on words, is punishment a play on television? Good night. <laughs> you remind me 
listening to Order of Justice Beyond Our Ten, a sort of recorded radio show with daily employment to Kenneth Horn and also to Kenneth Williams, Hugh Paddock, Betty Marsden, Bill Petrie, Patricia Lancaster, the Fraser Hayes Four, and the BBC Variety Orchestra conducted by Paul Fenler. The script, believe it or not, is written and letters of complaint to be sent to Eric Merriman and Barry Shaw. However, the owners must inevitably fall on our producer, Jake Clark. <laughs>